and welcome to this very first edition of Making Memories, our brand new podcast series, especially for place memory and meaning students in the class of 2020 at Sheffield Hallam Uni. So hi everyone. And um, this first episode of Making Memories was recorded on Friday, the 20th of March, 2020, um, at a time when the coronavirus has tragically conspired against us being able to meet in person. But where there's a will, there's a way. And as someone once said, you can take the lecture out of the university, but you can't take the university out of the lecture. So this podcast is just one of a few ways that I hope will help us to stay connected. The main thing is at the present time is to take really good care of yourself, each other and your loved ones. We will come through this together and we'll emerge all the stronger for it. As um, the celebrated Irish poet Seamus Heaney said, if we can winter this one out, we can summer anywhere. And I hope we can summer together as well in the months to come. So um, throughout the podcast, we'll be covering a range of topics. We'll be kicking off with some reflections on how we can use the disciplines of geography and philosophy to help us understand, to help us assign meaning to these extraordinary events which have revealed themselves in the last few weeks caused by the outbreak of the coronavirus. Um, certainly, we've seen pretty much every aspect of capitalism at work since the corona alert began to really grip. Then we'll move on to some key points around the second assessment, your personal journey of place. Throughout the podcast, though, it won't just be yak, 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 chat, chat, chat. We'll be stopping to hear some of the music that you nominated when I last saw you in class, the tracks that you said evoke place for you. Um, and then we'll also be just simply pausing and reflecting on some of the things that we'll be talking about during the course of the podcast. As we move towards the end of the podcast, we'll wrap things up by looking forward to the weeks ahead on place, memory and meaning, particularly the time between um, today and when you hand in your personal journey of place. So, okay, without further ado, let's move on. So let's now turn our focus to how geography as a discipline can help us understand, critique and challenge some of the information that we're hearing about Corona. Certainly as family of geography students, I know each and every one of you will be very skilled at critiquing things, analysing things and never taking things on face value. As the architect Alan Gray said, question everything quite right too. But certainly these last few weeks have shown us how intimately connected we all are at the global level and how at the present time we need to take steps to what might be best described as being together apart. I'll give you an example of something which happened to me personally today which I think illustrates that point very well. A few years ago I had the pleasure of supervising um, a student who was from Beijing, her name was Qi, and she then went on to do a Masters in Urban Planning at the University of Edinburgh. She's since been accepted to do uh, a PhD at Oxford and I'm very, very happy for her. Um, Chi emailed me today, she's gone back to China, to say, can I help to send you surgical masks, hand sanitizers, anything of that sort? Um, and I was very, very grateful to receive her very kind and generous offer. Just an example of someone who has 
having seen the devastation that the coronavirus um, has caused, to have the empathy and to have the um, generosity to contact me was very, very moving and um, thank you very much Chi for that. Um, so going back to geography as a discipline, a cursory glance at the internet shows us the power of maps to communicate at a glance recorded cases of corona. In fact, even uh, at the present time, it's possible to track in real time um, using digital mapping that uh, updates itself every second to see where the virus is spreading. But on a positive note, it's also possible to see where the virus is in decline. But in addition to the visual representation of corona um, and its relevance to geography, there's also a lot more for us to think about. For example, many cities have become deserted as tourist destinations and business hubs that previously were absolutely packed with people are now quieter than anyone could have imagined. So many people are being forced to self-isolate, so many people working from home, bars, restaurants, cafes, cinemas, theatres, entertainment centres, churches, places of worship have all been ordered to close. Even funerals and weddings have to be conducted in a different way because of Corona. And of course, the way that we're teaching at Sheffield Hallam Uni has also been transformed. Geography also helps us to understand some of the panic food buying behaviours that we've seen in these last couple of weeks. It makes us think about the power of global distribution channels on which the UK and other countries depend. So at times that are unpredictable and volatile, sometimes it's good to fall back on some of the things that you love. And for me, it's music. And with this journey that I've embarked upon in audiovisual materials in the last week or two, I thought it'd be quite fitting to play a track called Sound and Vision by the late, great David Bowie, um, because it sometimes I think music helps us um, to cope with these kind of quite um, seminal events in our lives. So here's David Bowie with Sound and Vision.
We began this podcast by looking at the power of geography and helping us to assign meaning to the uh, harrowing events that we are seeing revealing themselves in front of us caused by the coronavirus. But I think it's also really useful to look at other theories, um, particularly those ones informed by philosophy. Increasingly, I'm finding myself thinking about some really important texts, not least um, Boethius's Consolation of Philosophy, which was essentially the text that um, underpins all modern Western philosophy. And within that, we can think of perhaps maybe two key theories to help us to try and um, think about the consequences of what is happening today. Um, and a key philosophy in that sense is something called utilitarianism. And utilitarianism um, was really the brainchild of um, two people, Jeremy Bentham and John Stuart Mill. And what they essentially argued was that um, utilitarianism focuses on the consequences of what we do in the interests of the greater good. Um, and one thing that utilitarianism emphasises is that everyone's happiness and everyone's well-being is just as important as everyone else's. So from that point of view, it contrasts really sharply with theories of liberalism and particularly neoliberalism, um, both of which, to different degrees, focus on the individual and the extent to which the free market must support the needs of the individual, often to the detriment of the many. So I think just two very simple but two very important theories that could help us think about the impact of um, the coronavirus and I think also more generally about our own positionality in the world, the two theories of utilitarianism and liberalism and particularly neoliberalism. So um, it's also worth pointing out actually that utilitarianism um, was something that um, was very important to um, Thomas More and you might remember Thomas More as being someone who wrote um, prolifically on the theme of utopia from which Michel Foucault got his theme of heterotopia. So we're coming to the end of this first podcast in the new Making Memories series. Before I go, I just want to mention a couple of things. The first thing is, please do upload your ethics form for me to sign off. Um, thank you to those people who have already done that. I've signed off the first batch and we'll be going through the rest of them um, early next week. So that's week commencing the 23rd of March. Um, I've extended the deadline for submission of that until the 25th of March. Um, but please do prioritise that because um, I can't uh, authorise any primary data gathering until that's been done. Also to say that in view of Corona, please restrict any interviews, focus groups, anything of that sort um, to non-face-to-face -face contact. So use Skype, email, online surveys, anything that you feel might work. The second thing is to say that I'm really impressed and feel really encouraged by the steady progress that everyone's making towards the successful completion of the personal journey of place, assignment two. I, um, I know that the transition to online has proved a little challenging in places and I would thank 
you very much for your forbearance with that, especially those people who were considering doing something other than a conventional essay or more straightforward posters. But you do have my word that we will take into consideration the transition to online. If there was something that you were thinking of doing that may be a little bit challenging to morph into an online submission, then do let me know. For example, you could upload a short video to accompany your physical submission if you feel that that would help to really capture the sort of spirit of what you were trying to achieve in your vision of the second assessment. So um, every success to everyone in the weeks ahead. Um, and, you know, um, do stay in touch. It's been great to have had this opportunity to um, be in touch with people via podcasting. The other, just very finally, I'd say if anyone wants to book in a Skype one-to-one or a phone call with me or a FaceTime call, then please do email me and we can sort that out too. So um, take very good care, stay well, stay healthy, and I look forward to seeing each and every one of you in person very, very soon. So um, goodbye from me and this is Angela signing off. Bye for now. Thank you.